arms around each other. The boy realized that they needed some privacy. The most useful thing he could do was to stable the horse. It was only when he was unsaddling the animal that he noticed the ugly gash down one flank and the dried blood on its withers. His father had clearly seen action. Set in the heart of Somerset, the farm was large enough to give them a comfortable living, yet small enough to employ a mere five laborers and two domestic servants. Unlike some in the county, it had not been requisitioned by the rebel army, nor had its livestock plundered to feed hungry soldiers. It was ironic. Nathan Rawson had abandoned his military career to get married and take up farming. In the hope of putting the Duke of Monmouth on the throne, he had now given up farming to follow the drum once more. When he got back to the house, Daniel found his parents in the kitchen, sitting side by side at the table. The boy took a chair opposite them and hung on his father's words. Because of his experience in combat, Nathan had been promoted to the rank of captain, and he was impressed by the men who had served under him. They lack nothing in courage, he told them, and they come from all parts of the West Country. You have miners from the Mendips, fishermen from the South, wool workers from Devon, mountain men from the Quantocks, graziers from Bampton, wild marsh men from Axbridge, and hundreds of other stout-hearted fellows ready to take up arms to rid the country of a Catholic tyrant. There's talk of deserters, Daniel chipped in. Every army has a few cowards who turn tail when the first shot is fired. We're better off without them. Besides, Nathan went on airily, we've recruited some deserters ourselves from the royal ranks. They'd much rather serve King Monmouth and labour under the yoke of King James. But where will it all end, Nathan? asked Juliana worriedly. That's in the lap of the gods, my love. What will happen to you? I'll give a good account of myself in battle. Have no fear. What about us? You and Dan must pray for our success. It was not the reassuring answer that she needed, and her face clouded. Juliana was a comely woman in her thirties, with vestiges of the youthful prettiness that had first attracted Nathan Rawson. He had been fighting in the Netherlands at the time, and they had been on opposite sides. It was different now. Their respective countries were at peace with each other, and their marriage symbolized the fact. She did not want her happiness to be shattered by warfare. "'Have you killed anyone?' asked the boy, wide-eyed. "'Daniel,' scolded his mother. "'I want to know.' "'The lad has the right to be told,' said Nathan, subduing his wife with a hand on her arm. "'Yes, Dan,' he added, turning to his son. I killed a man during a skirmish at Norton St. Philip, and wounded two others. They attacked us hard that day, but we repulsed them in fine style. It was an important victory. Ralph Huckvale's father died at Norton St. Philip. We were bound to suffer losses. Oh, Ralph went off to serve in his place, said Daniel. He's only a few years older than me. Why can't I join in the fight? No, cried Juliana. I couldn't bear that. "'You must stay here, Dan,' said his father. "'But you were a drummer boy at my age,' argued Daniel. "'That was different.' "'I need you here,' said Juliana. "'You must stay with me, Dan.' "'Listen to your mother,' advised Nathan. "'Your job is to look after her and the farm. 
When I go away, you're the man of the house. Always remember that. Yes, father, said the boy disconsolately. We rely on you. Don't let us down. It was a heavy responsibility to place on someone so young, but under other circumstances, Daniel would have been glad to shoulder it. He never shirked a challenge, and always did his fair share of the chores on the farm. The problem in this case was that he longed to be with his father, to join the rebel army that had been formed with such enthusiasm when the Duke of Monmouth landed at Lyme Regis. The bold and dashing James Scott was the illegitimate son of the late Charles II, but his followers believed that he was the rightful heir to the throne. The idea of marching with the future king inspired Daniel. Life on the farm offered many pleasures, but it could not compare with the excitement of battle and the feeling of taking part in a momentous event.